Welcome to Coffee and Capital, brought to you today by Two Smith IQ and Two Smith Capital. Now here's your host, Two Smith CEO Jeremy Smith. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode fourteen, Coffee and Capital from Two Smith IQ, Two Smith Capital. It's your founder, it's your CEO, it's Jeremy Smith. Today's show, we're going to talk about residential mortgage refis and. You guys are absolutely lucky today. I got the OG. I got the GOAT. I got the Messiah. Yep, that's right. California's finest. Kelly Allison. Kelly Allison, say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> nice to see you. Jeremy, you're very, very fine. No, no. I just like to give praise where praise is due. And <laughs> for everyone listening, she is the GOAT. She knows a lot. She can help this mortgage out. and. She's going to actually talk about how to do residential purchases on mortgages, refis, mortgage types, and all that great soupy jazz stuff that we're going to talk about. So with further ado, Kelly, I kind of want to open up to you, let people know who you are, what's your background, what you've been into, and kind of like, this is your spiel to, to share your narcissism. Again, well, thank you so much. I have been in the industry for about 20 years now, which is very, very, very hard to say. However, we survived the recession. I probably started doing this, doing loans back in 2004. Started off with a company called Lenders Direct Capital and then moved over to a company called Greenlight. From there, I was actually hired as a sales trainer where I actually trained the new hires for several years. But since then, I decided to kind of branch out into the mortgage broker world where I had a little bit more flexibility had a little bit more banks to use. And I've been, been with Coastal Pacific Lending now since 2014. So almost 10 years with them. Nice, nice. And then, so further ado, our listeners, people who follow Coffee and Capital, everyone's infatuated with this whole real estate buying, selling, like who's in charge, what's going on with the interest rates. And mm -hmm. I just kind of want you to get into the whole process kind of from a mortgage broker standpoint. Like, can you just, Let's just break down residential mortgage buying. We did a deal in Maryland together. We had someone that was an FHA loan. They went mm -hmm. through. We got a rate. So just so our listeners know, we're going to basically get a 1003 mortgage application. We're going to look at bank statements. We're going to look at verified W-2, other types of incomes. And we're going to like pre-check credit. But can you actually break down the residential mortgage buying process and how you can help our listeners get pre-approved, get in the right home they need, find the American dream. Like, just give us a, a breakdown of what you think your process is from a veteran standpoint. Yeah, of course. So regarding home ownership, it's definitely something that is, seems daunting, but it really isn't. So what you really want to do is that you want to get pre-qualified by any mortgage broker, and hopefully that it's me. And what that means is we want to see your financials. Typically, it's the last two years of anyone's like either employment or the last two years of someone's bank statements. And that would be W-2s and tax returns is the more traditional route. Or if you're a business owner, sometimes we don't actually report all of our income. So then we want to go a non-traditional route, which either could be 24 months bank statements. That could be a 1099. Sometimes it's called asset depletion if they have assets in the bank. So there's definitely multiple ways you get qualified for a mortgage. It's just kind of like getting with the right person telling them what they need, and then kind of figuring out the, the proper plan. So for our listeners, if you guys caught the nugget, 24 months bank statements, 1099, we can get that mortgage done with Coastal Capital. 
where you're traditionally used to giving tax returns, the traditional stuff. And Kelly, what does that do to the rate? So the rate is slightly higher with a non-traditional mortgage. However, it's still within the guidelines right now of where we're at. So it's like right now, if we're talking about a traditional mortgage is around five, five and a half, maybe high fives. If we're going a non-traditional route, you could put less money down, but the interest rate is going to be a little bit higher, probably in the around the 7% range, just give or take on someone's FICO score. But again, yes, but you're not necessarily going the tax returns. You have to go ahead and show all the traditional documents you would in the past. So you can keep your closet closed. You sure can. Awesome. Awesome. So let's just, let's circle back real quick. Mm -hmm. we, were, we, find, we find a deal. Yes. Coastal's our partner. We call you. We get a 1031 application in. We say, hey, you know what? You're a small business owner. You got your American dream with your business. You know what? You're going to settle down a little bit. You want to either get a bigger house. You want to refi, whatever it is. We sent you over the 1031, the 10, 1003 application for the mm -hmm. mortgage. We looked at 1099s. We looked at the untraditional route. They like that. Can you get into what we need to get into to get a pre-approval? Correct. So what you would do, right, you fill out the 1003, which is our application, right? You fill out your last two years of your personal information. We do run credit. And after that, we go ahead and we look at what we can do to qualify. So we do go the bank statement route. We actually will look at your deposits versus looking at your actually month end total. So we actually look at your deposit that you deposit every single month and that we use that as your income. Nice. So, Mars, we yeah. want to see that cash. <laughs> period. You do. That's we right. want to see your deposits. But the nice thing about it is that if a business owner, we get it, they deposit, let's just say $10,000 a month. But at the end of the month, they only have $100 at their month end statement. We're still going to give them money for their deposits versus like the month end total. So people kind of get a little bit confused by that because they get a little bit leery about I have to pay payroll. I have to pay. Obviously, we all have bills, but at the end of them, we only go off your deposits versus your month in total. Nice. And then, so with this process moving along, and then, so they agree to that. We get the bank statements in. We get the mortgage application in. You run credit. You touched actually on credit. So is there a minimum FICO score? Is like, what can we tell our listeners? Like, all right, bare minimum, you got to be here. Like, if you're not here, then we got a hard stop here. So. What, what does that picture look like? So it's actually the great thing about this program is with being a broker, which is what I am, I'm working for Coastal Pacific Lending, we can deal with multiple different credit issues or credit history. So we can go as low as a 550 FICO if we're looking at an FHA borrower. We can go as low as a 620 if you're a business owner. So those are different avenues. And obviously everyone's credit worthiness is different. Sometimes when you're looking at also too with down payment assistance, programs. Um, kind of we'll touch on that like later on. But down payment assistance program that's also with FHA, they require a minimum 600 FICO. So there's so many different programs out there and every person is in, is individual. So it's just kind of like getting with the getting a call, getting with the right broker, and then kind of figuring out what is our best option. Nice. So different sauce for different taste <laughs> preferences. You like tomatoes, I like tomatoes. <laughs> I I get it. So with, with that being said, we, we know that, okay, we have this program, this situation is right here. They agreed to do this type. We know their credit works for this FHA loan. We know the credit works for this situation. Can you, can you kind of like bring me back in after we verify credit and we know what's going on? What's the next step of the process? Let's say we're buying instead of refining. 
Okay. So if you're purchasing a home, you want to know what, what your purchasing power, right? How much can you buy? What is the, like, the purchasing power that you have? So you want to have an idea of the location. You want to have an idea of what the, the actual, what the property is worth and figuring out how much you can actually buy. So what that would be is that we'd run your credit. We'd get your financials in. We would figure out exactly what you can qualify for. And what we want to look at, we want to look at your debt to income ratio. And what that means is, is that we want to look at your minimum credit payments or any your minimum amounts that you actually have. And we want to go ahead and run your run your credit and then figure out what you can buy from there. So we want to go ahead and figure out what you can qualify for. So if you want to qualify for a $500,000 mortgage, we want to go ahead and run your financials and see if you can actually qualify that for that amount of payment. So your debt to income ratio must be at 50%, up to even 55 sometimes, and want to go ahead and figure out what you can qualify for that mortgage. Got it. So let's say they qualify for the mortgage. We figure out the right program for them. What what are the pitfalls that some people get to close to underwriting when it comes to like, all right, well, hey, don't touch your credit. We're in underwriting. We're getting ready to try to close, get a clear to close. Or, or do you see another pitfall might be maybe uh, cash reserves, reserves on the interest with the property, PMI insurance is the property maybe title issues. Can you kind of talk about some of the pitfalls you've seen that are pretty common? Yes. So the reserve, the pitfalls would be, please, when after you run your credit, do not have someone else run your credit. Do not open up any other lines of credit. Do not apply for a car. Do not apply for any new credit cards. I get it when you want to go ahead and you get pre-qualified. You're going to go ahead and move into that brand new home. But then you want to go ahead and you want to sell that home with new furniture. You go to a furniture store and you want to go ahead and apply for a credit card. All of those things will affect your credit worthiness and affect your debt to ratio. So do not rerun your credit. Do not apply for any new loans and let us know if there's any credit issues. Like that is the biggest, I think one of the people are, they're afraid to tell the mortgage broker, like back in the day, there was maybe a bankruptcy. Maybe they had some sort of issue in the past. Just let us know. We can help you. We also, there's something called a LOE, which is called a letter of explanation. We all have credit issues in the past. We've all had, you know, history. Let us know ahead of time. We can tackle that in the beginning so we can let the underwriter know if there are any issues so we can go ahead and get those clear. Gotcha. So have you seen any title issues? Have you seen any issues like that that might prevent a closing from happening to bars? And, but let's say we get past all those issues and we have them. How does closing work with, with your, your particular company, your, your particular expertise? Okay, so back to title again. So with title, you there could be possible liens on there, but we wouldn't know. So regarding a purchase, title actually usually clear before you have any type of purchase. So title's usually not an issue on a purchase transaction. Now on a refi or refinance, I should say, sometimes there are title issues where someone could put a lien on your property and you wouldn't know unless somebody pulls title. And that's kind of midway through the refinance process. So if there is something on title or if there is an issue, we'll go ahead and we'll have, a, it's called a prelim, preliminary title, pull to figure out if there's any issues on title. As far as moving forward with comes to closing, we can actually, if you do a purchase, you actually would sign a, find at your either attorney's office or find at your notary's office or escrow. If you're doing a refinance, we actually send a mobile notary to you. So we kind of make it very easy. We work around your schedule and we actually send a notary to you wherever you feel comfortable signing. It could be at your home, Starbucks, anywhere you feel comfortable. So we kind of try to cater to you. Nice. And then how long does it take to settle? I would say roughly anywhere from 30 to 45 days. I mean, I've seen a closing done within 21 days, but it also depends on the borrower's eagerness. Like if they are, are they set and they have all the documentations ready to go, 
well, we can close the loan within 21 days, if not even sooner. It's just a matter of like how the bar, they're, they're organized, if they have all their stuff, their ducks in a row, basically. On average, though, it's about 30 days. Cool. So now that we know there are different type of programs, which I want to get you to touch on real quick in a second. Mm -hmm. We know that that's the title information. We know how to close. We know typical timelines of motivated borrowers or not. The real question or the 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 eureka moment of this is why why do borrowers tend to use mortgage brokers than their traditional banks like you? I know you're a rock star. We can do business a lot. I, people love you. We love you. Why do people say, hey, I'm Team Kelly versus my bank? So why you want to use a mortgage broker, why you want to go in Team Kelly is because we have more programs than just your average bank. So you walk into a bank, they kind of are stuck in a square box, right? Here's your traditional loans. Here's our rate. Bam, that's it. With a mortgage broker, we have multiple different vendors and lenders that we use. We're not stuck in a square box. If you, let's say you have credit issues or if you need to do a bank statement loan, you're a business owner. Primarily, most of my business comes from business owners because they just can't walk in their traditional bank because they don't have programs that, that fit their needs. Also, too, we are able to offer second mortgages, which most big banks do not offer. They just don't want to touch them. If you refinance anywhere in the past like two to three years, you're probably sitting on anywhere from a two or three percent interest rate, which is phenomenal. But you have, are sitting on a ton of equity and most people don't want to touch that, their first mortgage. However, being a broker, we can offer a second mortgage, a home equity line of credit, which is what you can tap into that equity and pull pay, pay off debt. You can do that home remodel that you want to do. Nice. You can go ahead and buy that investment property, which is hopefully I can help you to do. So, but yeah, that's what we can offer. Okay, more so, more programs. Yeah. So you remember the whole nursery rhyme when you tell your kids and we tell the kids some stuff, the three little pigs, they build the house out of straws, they build a house out of this and okay, great. Yeah. The, the big bad wolf's going to blow it down. All right, so the big bad wolf is is team negative. So <laughs> I think, like you said, you got more ways to build a house. The bank's just going to mm -hmm. say, all right, here's the damn straw. Here's the credit box. Here's all this stuff. With yours, you can take the house out of wood. You can take the house out of this. <laughs> so you just, yeah, I get it. Like, with exception to the nursing ride, we can get it going. And listeners, Kelly and qualified mortgage brokers like her have, other creative ways to get this mortgage refied or purchased for you. And I think that's important too. I also think like you, a lot of business owners have been jaded on the traditional routes by their bank saying, oh, I can't do it this way. But I think the fact that you just like opened up a new literacy to these people say, you know what? Let's look at the 1099s. Let's look at the gross deposits. Let's look at uh, a different program I got. You know what? Before you were a small business owner, you were a veteran. Why don't we put you in this veteran type program? The fact that I think a lot of people don't understand Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac's different qualifications, like down payment assistance. So mm -hmm. I think, are you seeing down payment assistance as a new strategy to actually put these deals in? A hundred percent. I think what they're trying to do right now with these programs, because these down payment assistance programs have been around for years, but people weren't tapping into them. They weren't actually even promoting that. But now... They're trying to basically pump the market in with these brand new first-time home buyers. They're trying to pump people in with by being like these down payment assistance programs. So now they are kind of all the rage. So you can put as little, at, I mean, basically on an FHA down payment assistance program, you can put as little as literally 0% down. They're going to give you three and a half to 5% towards your down payment, towards your closing cost, whatever you want to use with that money, but it has to be obviously towards the purchase. It is for first-time home buyers. 
you do have to have a minimum of a 600 FICO score. And you also have to be full documentation. So we cannot be, we can't go the bank statement route, but you do have to show W-2s. You do have to show tax returns, basically the ability to repay that mortgage. But on the flip side of that, they're going to give you money towards your down payment, which is phenomenal. Wow. So let me make sure that myself, the listeners, the whole Coffee Capital community is following this. There is a program with little to none down, this full docs that we talked about, that you can qualify as a first-time home buyer. So technically, if you're married, but your partner has the mortgage, but you have no mortgage history yourself, and you're a qualified bar, is, there, is that the loophole? Can we get in the loophole there? Absolutely. You can. You can have one, again, a first-time home buyer. That could be, let's say, it's a spouse, or you're, like if your husband or if your wife or if your significant other has a mortgage in their name and you don't, you're not on that loan, we can go ahead and open a brand new mortgage under your name with a minimum of 600 FICO score. You need to have your tax returns and you can go ahead and get anywhere from three and a half to 5% down towards your down payment on a FHA loan. Got it. FHA is an awesome loan. We've done a lot of them. They make sense. And then like, I kind of want to steer the conversation a little bit out of it. Like I get this question a lot. You get this question a lot. It's like all over the news and people talk about it. They they talk about it like the O.J. Simpson trial. It's crazy. What's going on with the interest rates? What's going on with the interest rates? Kelly, what about if I do this? I've just watched the news. It's hot. Jer, I just watched the news. The interest rates are high. Like, how can we efficiently address the interest rates when it comes to residential refis, residential purchases? I just want a mortgage broker like you who's experienced to just give our listeners, me, a peace of mind. Let's get it from the professional. Drop the mic and tell us. So interest rates are what they are. We really have seen a huge change, obviously, in the past, probably the past year. However, with that being said, get in. If you can afford this payment, just get in. Get in, get the house. If you can afford that payment, again, you're probably going to be paying a lot less than we are paying currently for rent. But get in, and if, by the way, if rates come down, you can refinance. Just get in and get that house. Because right now, there's no better time to get into the mortgage, to, to get into that loan than right now. Because where we're currently at, we're probably going to see rates on a slow decline, but they're going to be stabilized. We're going to probably be seeing these five, five and a half percent rates for a while now. Like there's still not a lot of inventory in the market that if you can go ahead and find that house, if you beat out the other people, just get into that mortgage, get that purchase. I, I kind of agree. Like, so the way I kind of handled the whole interest rates conversation with you, I say, hey, do you want an asset or do you not want an asset? Right. Do you want to be a homeowner or not? Okay, if you are a homeowner, you got other dreams like improvements, buying a vacation home, starting a family real estate portfolio. Like, the rates will will vary, but what about your dreams? Like, you want this focus. This is your priority. We'll worry about the interest rates. So I kind of agree with you. Like, rate, 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 rate. We can't control that. We don't no. work in Congress. We don't work at the White House. We, 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 we're not banging the gavel. Like, they're going to vary. This is just America. But mm -hmm. I think right now, with the whole interest rate conversation right now, the bottom line is, and maybe, Kelly, can you agree with me on this? Do you want the asset or not, right? Yeah. Is that? Exactly. Cool. So, like, we want homeowners 
We want to work with mortgage brokers like Kelly. We want people to get something that's sufficient. We also want to be sensitive to the rate. We also want to explore creativity that mortgage brokers can get, that banks can get, which gives you a competitive advantage. And then can you kind of talk about like the follow-up you do with your clients after they close? Like what words, what's your customer service that kind of like separates you from other people? Like why do people still do business with Team Kelly? Well, I think it's just also the personal connection that you get. I mean, we definitely, I think when you're a mortgage broker versus just going into a bank, you do have that personal connection. You are constantly doing that follow-up. And also too, you want to earn their more business. You want to have their referrals. It's just not a one and done type of situation where you were to call like a Quicken or a Rocket or something like that. Like you do have the personal connection where you're constantly checking in with your clients. You're also, you know, letting them know what new programs are coming available. Like I can tell you right now, like one of the greatest programs that are coming available right now is new construction loans. So what that means is, is that before you would actually get a construction loan, then you'd have to refinance out of that construction loan into a conventional or an FHA loan and have that permanent loan. But now with new construction loans, you're able to actually get that client in and actually be like a one-time close, a one-time fee. And if interest rates, once their home is complete, if interest rates go down, they're going to have and offer you that lower interest rate. So with new construction, with new, those types of programs, I mean, there's just no programs to be available all the time. And I feel like that's why when you want to work with a mortgage broker, either it being, they're informing their client what's going on. So with that being said, programs, stuff mm-hmm. coming to the market, can you kind of rank like your top four mortgage types that you see that are effective, what is conventional, unconventional, for small business owners, regular people that are buying? Like, like what's your top four mortgage types that you see that work in the market that's like Team Keller? I would say obviously number one is you're just your traditional, you're straight 30 year, either cash out refinance or a traditional rate and term. And the rate and term is meaning you're just not taking any equity out of your home. Obviously purchases right now are huge and that's kind of where the market's leaning towards. And you're going to have the most programs and basically most assistance on the purchases. And then also too, on the non-traditional mortgages, which is that would be the non, the different types of like bank statements, 1099 qualifications, like a different type for more like business owners, I would say. Got it. So then also, I, I think we kind of missed a couple of red flag Uh-oh. points. So what's going to, what can you kind of, I think these are my like deal killers. Then can, yeah. Maybe you can kind of chime in on your deal killers. Like unexcusable bankruptcy. Can't help it, right? The deal's Well, dead. that's actually not true. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's a program wow. where you can be one day out of a BK. Okay. You have to do the full documentation. So that's, you do have to show two years of tax returns, but you can be one day out of BK and you can actually still qualify for a loan. So we get it. Like they're, the rates are a little bit higher on these, of course, but we do have a, a lender that will allow you to be one day out of BK. Okay. So then audience? The deal killer, I would say, so don't, don't mean to cut you off, but the deal killer, I would say, if there is like a deed in lieu or if there is a foreclosure or if there, if you have, you, you just walked away from a property, why would you ever do that? But those, those are the deal killers. But if you recently filed a BK for whatever reason, if you dismiss it or get out of that BK, we can help you out after a few days of being out of there. What about a felony? Don't do that. You can't pay your mortgage. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So there are other pitfalls that we can clean the deal up with. We have the information. Also, Kelly, like how can the listeners get a hold of you? What's the best way to do it? What's your email address? What's your social tag handle, your Twitter, your Instagram? Like how do people reach out to Kelly Addison, the rock star, the GOAT, the Messiah. How how do they do it? 
they can definitely reach out to me and they can reach out to Kelly at Kelly at Coastal Pacific Lending.com. Or my Instagram handle is at refi with Kelly. Awesome. So I'm gonna give a closing thought to the to the viewers. I want you to give a closing thought. My closing thought for all the coffee capital listeners on today's office hours, purchasing, refine residential real estate. This is your dream. Don't be scared by the interest rates. We're going to make this happen. We're going to find a creative program with Coastal Specific. Kelly's our champion. Two Smith Capital, we're Team Kelly. The listeners are Team Kelly. Get the asset. Don't be scared not to get the asset. It helps you. It makes sense. Your family's involved. This is the American dream. Get the asset. Kelly, what's your closing thought? Exactly. Like, we'll get in, get, pre, get pre-approved first. You don't know what you don't know, correct? So just correct. get in, get your financials reviewed, see exactly what you can qualify for. I mean, you may currently have your mortgage, but you may want to buy that invested property. You may want to buy that your vacation home, but you don't necessarily know if you can afford it. But get in, get pre-approved, talk to a qualified mortgage broker, call me, obviously. But right now, people are sitting on tons of equity. You're never going to regret tons. buying that second home. You're never going to regret buying that home or getting in there. I don't think they're going to regret being Team Kelly. (laughs) No, they won't. Okay, cool. All right, Kelly, we really appreciate you being on Coffee and Capital today. Thanks, Jeremy. Bye. If you like what you heard, please check out coffeeandcapitaltalk.com. Please be sure to subscribe. Thanks. Thanks.